Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect This year's rookie class, whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Wednesday, Julio Jones in uniform for the Buccaneers, signing that one-year deal. I still go back to, I love looking back on plays that happened in the Super Bowl that had their team won, those plays would have been magnified. Julio Jones had an unbelievable grab might have been like third down and 22, and he had an unbelievable grab to put the Falcons in field goal range. All they, they could have taken the knee three times, kicked a field goal, they would have won the Super Bowl. They would have survived Tom Brady, 28-3. But people forget about Julio Jones with that catch because we know what happened with Tom Brady. If he has that catch, it's immortal. It's one of the great catches and maybe the greatest catch in Falcons history because it would have led to a Super Bowl win. We've seen this with, uh, well, I mean, down through the years, the uh, Seattle Seahawks, was that curse, had this unbelievable ricochet down on your back catch that was going to set up the touchdown that was going to beat the Patriots. And then, of course, you had the interception by Malcolm Butler. You forget about how great that catch was. Yeah, Paulie. Atlanta was up 28-20. Fourth quarter, four minutes and 40 seconds to go. His second nine. Uh, Matt Ryan's getting rushed. He has to scramble. Julio Jones makes this catch, which doesn't look real. He's like perpendicular, and his two toes are hanging in by a thread. 
they didn't complete the drive, they didn't score, or else they win the game. How Probably. long? How long was the pass? Uh, it, it had to be about twenty-four yards. Okay. Yes. Yeah. For some reason, I thought it was uh, twenty-two yards, but it was you second, be right. second and nine. Yeah. But it was a, a great, like one of those. Oh my God! He just made a great grab. But in the moment, you're thinking. Let's see what the Falcons do with this. Are they going to score touchdowns? At worst, are they going to kick a field goal because they're going to win the game? Yeah, more. The Larry Fitzgerald touchdown, also yeah. the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers Super Bowl yeah. win, that was a great, that's forgotten. And Ben Roethlisberger brought this up. He was being interviewed last week, and he said that the drive against Arizona is, is not, the, the throw that he had, Santonio Holmes. Holmes made a great grab. To me, Ben should have been the MVP. What he did when he had to do it, and it was making plays. The throw is unbelievable. I mean, Holmes does make the grab. I I have to give him credit, but he shouldn't have been the MVP. It should have been Ben with what he did on that final drive. But, you know, you start to think about these grabs, these catches in Super Bowl history, and Larry Fitzgerald was going to win the Super Bowl for Arizona. Was that an 80-yard touchdown? Right down the middle of the Pittsburgh defense? And then Ben, and, and the reason why I probably have more admiration for this is because I've said before where I was. So Steelers get the ball, and I think they're on the 20-yard line, and I'm, I'm over there because I have to hand out the trophy. So I'm, I'm on the side of, I'm trying to figure out how this is, but I'm, I'm on the sidelines, and um, I'm, I think I'm on the Steelers' sidelines. And I'm watching Ben, so I'm on the 20, and I'm watching him with Steve Young. And Steve Young was so excited. Like, he was geeked. He just wanted to, he's like, oh, you just live for these moments. And so I'm listening to Steve Young do play-by-play in color of Ben with a two-minute drill. So imagine that. It's like you have a master class, but it's a private master class. And Steve Young is going, Oh, 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 he's gone. No, oh, that's, that's a really hard throw. That's a really hard throw. Okay. All right. Now this is what you got to do. So he's telling me in his mind what he would be doing as he's watching Ben do this. And then we get down to the end zone. He throws to the touchdown. And then I said goodbye to Steve because I had, had to hand out a trophy. Yes, Mark. DP, when's your book coming out? DP, a book, something. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I tell him, I've told the stories here. That's why I have, I have a radio show. I don't need a book. Don't need one. But that's one of those moments. I, I'll never forget it. Just because Steve was as excited as a, a Steeler fan or, was or a Cardinal fan. But for him to dissect it as if he were playing the position, never forget it. It was wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, so you got uh, Julio Jones in uniform there. And uh, you keep in mind that uh, during his 11-year career, he's averaged just over 1,200 yards per season. But the last receiver who was 33 or older that had a 1,000-yard season was Julian Edelman with the 2019 Patriots. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what what? stat of the day. And when it comes to uh, yards per game, there's nobody in the history of the game better than Julio Jones. 10,000 yards in his career. Now you can look at it and you go, is there anything that really defines him other than he was just great? But there's no moment. He had his moment in the Super Bowl, and it got overshadowed. Yeah, Paul. 
Julio had like a, a six-year run where he was the best or pretty much considered the best wide receiver in the game after Calvin Johnson left. It, his first couple of years, he was banged up with Atlanta. But then he went on a run with 104 catches, 136, 83, 88, 113, 99. He led the league in receiving twice, decent amount of touchdowns, but he never had that big touchdown. Would yet. you rather have Julio Jones's career or Julian Edelman's? Edelman, clearly. Okay. Anybody Julio Jones there? He's going to the Hall of Fame. Calvin Johnson, Julian Edelman. Anybody got Calvin Johnson? Nobody. Wow. No. Nobody. <laughs> okay. All right. It's just taking me a little longer to Google everyone's career earnings. Oh. So that's what. Oh, you're doing career I'm earnings. actually just being sad. That's to me like almost entirely what it's it rings to money to Hall of fame All right. How about I take away there's no money attached to this. Just bottom line results. Marv? Edelman. Okay. All right. He was a big part of those Super Bowl wins. You take money aside, you said, right? Yeah. He's got some historic moments in the Super Bowl, and Super Bowl wins, I'm taking it. And when you think about it, you don't think receivers are clutch. Like, you don't go, boy, he's a clutch receiver. It's always the quarterback who's clutch. Julian Edelman was clutch. If you needed a play, I, I still go back to the Seattle Super Bowl. When he got hit at midfield... And I, I thought he was out on his feet. And he still managed to get like seven yards after that. And then he also had the ricochet catch against the Falcons. That was unbelievable. So if you just do those two catches in Super Bowl history with what he meant keeping drives alive, important drives alive, and, you know, who was the um, uh, the Seattle player? Uh, Cam Chancellor hit him. Damn. I still hear it. And you're in a in a packed stadium at the Super Bowl, and I remember hearing this. It's like, damn, he's hurt. He's out. Wait, he's still running. And I it had to it had to affect the Seattle defense. They had to go, you gotta be kidding me. We crushed him. And he still kept going. I don't I don't know how he wasn't out on his feet. He suffered a concussion. I mean that's one of the hardest hits I've ever seen where somebody then kept going. Yeah, Paul. Do you think Edelman could sneak into the Hall of Fame based mostly on his postseason no. career? He's, I think he's a leading receiver in postseason history. Three rings that he's directly responsible for. In the regular season, now his stats aren't junky. He had four seasons with over 90 catches. He never made a Pro Bowl. Yeah. Never was all pro, but you know he does have 620 catches in three rings. Yeah. Look at like a guy, and this is a very dated reference, Lynn Swan. He was a good regular season player. He was clutch in a lot of a lot of times for the Steelers in the playoffs. He got in based off being in four Super Bowls, right? Yes, and John Stallworth, but different era, different game. But I guess it, it, Edelman is is. He's, but Edelman's numbers in a, in a pass happy league are really marginal. Like they're they're below. I, here's another thing that I I was thinking about last night. I'm watching baseball. Mets and the Yankees. Is the Mendoza line actually a good batting average now in baseball? Because that used to be an embarrassment. Like you're batting 200. Now I'm thinking Mendoza, and it's Mario Mendoza. Was that the guy, the Pittsburgh Pirate? 
He batted 200 for his career? Yes, Don. Yep, Mario Mendoza. Okay. So I was wondering, like the Mendoza line was an embarrassment. Now it's like, oh, okay, you're batting Mendoza. Good for you. Congratulations there. I got off on the side topic. Yeah, Paul. Speaking of baseball, there's a pitcher starting tonight for the California Angels. I still call him California Angels. Yeah. Jason Junk. Jansen Junk, his name is. Jansen Junk. Nice junk. Yeah. He or he throws junk. Isn't that a, is that a negative? You want to see my junk? Right. It's actually Jansen Young. <laughs> Yunk. There's a umlaut over the U. <laughs> We've changed it to Young. Young. Jansen Junk. Young. Uh, a couple of phone calls in here. <laughs> Coy in Colorado joins us on this award-nominated program. Hi, Coy. What's on your mind? Uh, five eight five. And 175, and that new clause for Kyler Murray should be called the Paxton Lynch clause. Because, because Paxton Lynch spent all his time playing video games and winning the playbook and for the Broncos. Hmm. Okay. Well, thank you, Coy. Uh, Fritzy, that's your home turf. I wasn't aware of that I... little stat about Paxton Lynch. I figure there's a couple of reasons why he wasn't successful yeah, as a quarterback. I don't know if it's video games, but. Uh, Doug in North Carolina is back. Hi, Doug. What's on your mind? Well, Dan, I'm going to call an audible, so don't blame Tyler on this. I I called to talk about Kyler Murray, Mm. but I have to comment on uh, what Marvin just said because he's 100% correct, and I mean this sincerely. There's a lot of us who need you to write a book, and it doesn't have to be about sports or your time at ESPN, but I want you to write a book called something like Betting on Yourself, and you can start off with that story of you drinking beer at 8 a.m. wondering what you did with your life. Because there's sincerely a lot of us in middle age who've sold out for the security of a paycheck and kind of let our dreams slide. And your story needs to be out there. I'm sorry for going on an audible, but he's right. We need, we need you to write a, uh, thank an you, emotional Doug. book. Thank you, Doug. Look, I give Paulie a lot of credit. Uh, when I left the mothership, there were times that were really bleak. And I know, oh, oh woe is me. I chose to do this, but you know, I'm, I'm bringing these guys with me. And there were times when I didn't know if paychecks were going to clear, um, and made sure they got paid first. And then I'd say to my wife, wait, and then cash the check. But I remember when we were in Los Angeles and it was the first week I started this and we thought, you know what, KLAC, they took a chance on us and I want to go out there and reward them. And we got there, and I just thought it wasn't going to work. And we had great guests, and Paulie was there with me. And it, it was it was really it was awkward because I thought, God, I don't I don't know if this is any good. I remember we had Phil Jackson on, we had David Beckham, like we had guests, but I kept thinking, I don't know if the magic is there. And 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 obviously, it was going to take a while for everybody to kind of blend in, but. That's when I walked home from the radio station in Burbank. And we got done at 9 in the morning. So it's 9.30. And do you know the name of that avenue? It's Pass Avenue. Pass Rome, Avenue. Right down the street by old, the old Dimples. And then there's a, there's a car wash across the street. Oh, and then I walk by a pizza place. So it's 9.20 in the morning. And the guy's there mopping up. And I bang on the door. He's like, not open, not open. I said, you don't have to make me a pizza. I just, beer, can I get some beer? And then he opened the door and I sat down. He poured me a pitcher of beer. 
And I sat there and waited till 11 o'clock. And then he said, do you want me to make you a pizza? And I said, sure. I remember going back to the hotel and I said to Paulie, I said, man, I don't know about this. He said, take a nap, wake up. Maybe we could go to Porn Star Karaoke. It fixes everything. Yeah. <laughs> Sardos, Porn Star Karaoke, yes. it'll fix anything. And I go, all right. And then I woke up and I never looked back. I mean, there were times that, you know, we're, we're rough, but I just remember that day because I was down. I called my wife. I said, I made the biggest mistake of my life. And she said, no, you didn't. She goes, you know, you're on West Coast time. You haven't had sleep. You know, just just give it some time. I go, I don't know. I don't know. But then I'm in my uh, hotel room call my wife going, you won't believe what Dan just did. Yeah, I think he's going to bail. It sounded like, you know, a maniac. Ross Tucker. But, you know, there's another aspect to it. And thank you for the comment. But Seton was back home dealing with the technical side of running our radio show. Yeah. Seton's not an engineer by definition. I mean, he has definitely technical abilities. But... He got thrown into having to build a radio studio and maintain it. We didn't have an engineering department. I know a little, a very little about ISDNs and little connections. Seen as is better than me, but he was battling to keep us on the air on a daily basis, technically, because when something would break at ESPN, you, there's a number of people you can call That's and they true. would run down the hallway in a matter of seconds. We needed radio for dummies. We had no infrastructure. We're in my attic and we've built this studio. I just remember there were times when I'd be on the air and I'd look over and, and Seton and Paulie's heads would be down underneath their <laughs> desk and they were like looking for plugs or wires or something. And then I would do during the commercial break, I go, uh, are we okay? Yeah, 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 everything's okay. See what the cat had unplugged. Oh, while I know. We were in break. Yeah, or my son had been up there playing video games. Yeah, Paulie. There was three or four times, I don't think you, you even know this before, but Seton would turn to me and go, Dude, we're not on the air right now. <laughs> I'm like, can you fix it? He'd be like, I'm trying. I'm like, play it cool. And you and I, and and we would just keep talking to you. Oh, I know. And just, and I'm like, why would we tell Dan? It can't help. And you'd be going, you know, Kobe Bryant. Blah, if blah, they trade him blah, to the blah. Bulls, I don't know what the Lakers. You know, this is when the Kobe Bryant Bulls trade was going on. And you're just speaking to a dead microphone. Yeah. But we didn't tell you. I go commercial break. I go, man, uh, how was that take? I I killed it there. That was awesome, right? And you're like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> Seton's underneath there trying to unplug or plug things in. Uh, the rest will be in the book. All right, let me take a break here. Get more phone calls coming up. Now, I appreciate it. Um you know, I've been very fortunate to have a long career, and there's a lot of people along the way that have helped me. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll stop with Dan's story time here. And uh, we got the team that will be out of the playoff. You know, how about I just take a break? We'll come back after this. What the hell I'm saying? But I do look good. I got my Link Soul pants on today. It's not often when your wife goes, are those my Link Soul pants? As she said today, I go, I don't think so. She goes, I don't know. And so I put on my wife's Link Soul pants. You, Your wife's pants? Yeah, I got her. She loves the Link Soul pants when we go play golf. You share pants? Well, not normally. she got longer legs than I do. But she goes, those are my Link Soul. And I went, I don't think so. And what are you guys doing the privacy of your own okay. home, Dan? <laughs> I mean, I appreciate you sharing, but you don't have to. It's... Uh well, if you'd like to get into my pants, too, you can. Go to Link Soul, L-I-N-K-S-O-U-L dot com. They got the uh, Boardwalker AC collection. I love everything they've got. Great people. And, uh, you know, they're, they're not big time, but what they do is big time. They're great people. We love what they do. 
Check out everything they have to offer. The entire summer collection, linksoul.com. It's L-I-N-K-S-O-U-L.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. 
Miller Lite. I've been saying this for a couple of weeks now, just so where a rival executive or rival execs think the Nets have no intention of trading Kevin Durant. Bleacher Report had an article on this that uh, there's a lot of people, front office people, that don't believe the Nets have any real intention of trading Kevin Durant. And, you know, you start to look around with the Rudy Gobert trade. What can you get? Who, who can give that for? If, if Rudy Gobert is worth that, then what's KD worth? How many first-round picks? Who has that many first-round picks? Rival teams may be off, uh, operating under the uh, assumption that Kevin Durant is going to stay put in Brooklyn. Because you would think if KD wants out, all right, there'd be a lot of teams that'd be waiting in line to say, what's it going to take here? I don't know if Brooklyn has put out there, this is what we'll take. Uh, Jason Tatum responded to the Kevin Durant trade speculation, saying, I love our team, but he doesn't wear the GM hat. Um, I don't know if that's one of those, uh, let me give this great thought. Of course he's going to say he loves his team. If he would have said, hey, hell yeah, we want Kevin Durant. Jalen Brown, see ya. Then it would be news. There's no news there. He loves his team. And he would love his team a little more if they got Kevin Durant, probably. I don't think Durant's going anywhere. I might be in the minority. I've said this from the start. But, uh, you know, maybe maybe they find somebody who's willing to pony up. Pat in Pennsylvania. Hi, Pat. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan, you are much too humble about your beginnings on the show. I sold radio for 15 years. You were always the cornerstone of everyone's buy. And you're the godfather of sports talk radio. Before that, it was ESPN radio, CBS radio, whatever. You're the first one that had the nuggets to do it. Rich Eisen followed and everyone else followed. So you need to get the credit that you deserve for that. And, and, and one more thing, it might be something for um, a field of 64, but a couple months ago you guys were doing birthdays. Michael Jordan, Jim Brown, same birthday date. I said to myself, geez, that's a pretty good two out of the starting five. So I started saying to myself, what, what other birthdays have superstars like that, be it in the world of sports, world of entertainment, or world of whatever. But, you know, you're the godfather of sports talk radio. You need to understand that, and, uh, and um, congratulations to well, you. Thank you, Pat. Uh, I would put Jim Rome up there. You know, Jim started this, I think, the phenomenon. There have been a lot of people who have done this. Uh, Mike and the Mad Dog on a local level in New York. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's quite a few people. Uh, Tony Bruno, Tony Kornheiser, Dan Lebetard, uh, Colin. There's a lot of people who have done this. But, uh, you know, I would probably go back to Jim Rome. And, you know, Jim took it national and it became something and he had his own fan base his own language and you know he deserves a lot of credit for a lot of people and and he spawned a lot of imitators but uh not easy to follow with the you know in in his footsteps there yeah Paul. i remember the first time i listened to jim rome's show he was already quite popular and quite successful nationally the first time you listen to that show, you're like, I don't know what he's talking about. The language that rack me takes all the stuff that he used back in the day and he still uses. It, it was an acquired taste, but once you learned, it felt like you were in a club. Brickyard Weekend, NBC and Peacock presenting Brickyard Weekend. So Saturday it's IndyCar, Sunday it's NASCAR, all from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Brickyard Weekend on NBC and Peacock. And a lot of people, when you grow up wanting to do this, who do you look uh, up to? Um, and mine were more on, on a TV side. 
but also the radio side had to do with play-by-play. I was very fortunate to grow up in Cincinnati, and you had Marty Brenneman and Joe Nuxall. Al Michaels came in. Uh, you know, I was able to hear Harry Carey, uh, Jack Brickhouse, Vin Scully, uh, Chick Hearn. So you hear voices, and you, and you under, understand, or at least I did, the importance of that voice on a daily basis and the role that you play. And then TV was a little bit different. You know, Keith Jackson, it was football. It was college football. Howard Cosell, it was a big-time event. Brett Musburger, one of the great hosts of all time. Uh, Bob Costas, the Olympics. Like, they're just voices. Uh, Jim Nance with golf. I, so, you're, you know, I'm very lucky to have been in this era of the greatest broadcasters of all time. But radio-wise, there are a lot of people before me, and there'll be a whole lot of people after. But to play a role in your life every day, it's, uh, it's something that, you know, I, I can't fully describe because that you allow me into your car, into your world, and uh, it's not lost on us. And, and I say me, I'm saying us, this show. All right, enough going down memory lane here. Uh, teams that made the playoffs last year, the team that won't make the playoffs this year. Todd, I'll start with you. AFC, Raiders, Bengals, Titans, Patriots, Bills, Steelers, Chiefs. The Pittsburgh Steelers will miss out on the 2022 playoffs. Seton O'Connor. Damn it. Well, you can still say it. Yeah, but I don't. This is like the, oh, you just ordered a cheeseburger. I'm not going to order a cheeseburger. No, you can still order a cheeseburger. Mm. Well, I'm going to stick with the Steelers then, I guess. All right, Marv. I'm going to say the Titans. Oh, okay. Paulie? I also said the Titans. I'm not anti-Titans, but that, that the Brown loss, A.J. Brown, I think that's uh-huh. a big one. Okay. Todd, NFC. I am going to go with that helmet to your left. I think things are going to go poorly for Trey Lance and the San Francisco 49ers. I have the Niners helmet on my desk. That's what Todd means. That's correct. Thank you, Todd. Uh, Seaton. The Cardinals. Cardinals don't make it. Marv? The Rams not playing. The 49ers. Okay. Oh, the 49ers. All right. Paulie? The Eagles. Eagles. I, I like their offseason acquisitions, but I don't think they're confident in their quarterback, and other teams may take advantage of it. Hmm. I think uh, the Steelers and the Cardinals would be the two teams that I would pick. Um, now, who's the surprise team this year? Team that didn't make the playoffs last year that's going to make the playoffs this year. Todd? I'm going to ride with uh, Dangerous and the Broncos to step up uh, significantly okay. in the AFC. All right. You'll put a pie on that one, won't you? Why not? Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Seton O'Connor. Can I say the Eagles? Or that, that wouldn't be a surprise, would it? Or is it the surprise team that didn't make the, the playoffs? The surprise team year? that didn't make it. I'm going to say the Dolphins. Ooh, well, they got the most accurate passer in the NFL. Clearly. Yeah, I'm going to say the Miami Dolphins. All right, Marv. I'm going to say the Ravens. All right, buying into Lamar Jackson, a little off-season drama, not going to affect him on the field. Paulie? Ooh, I almost went gutsy with the Vikings, but I'm not that gutsy. Uh, Indianapolis Colts. Okay. Colts, that's pretty obvious. They're 9-8, and eight and they improved their quarterback, so they should make it. So I guess now that's, that's kind of a BS answer because they're not a surprise team. I'm going to go Minnesota Vikings. That I, the Bears are going to be awful, and I think the Vikings will pick up a couple extra wins in that division and sneak in. Yeah, I was going to go Vikings as well, yeah. because now we unleash the real Kirk D. Cousins. <laughs> yeah. There's no, no more minivans. No, Finally. no more Mike Zimmer. Let Kirk cook. 
Like Kirk Cook. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to be driving a minivan this year. No. He'll, no a, way. A beige SUV. Maybe a Mercedes SUV. <laughs> I was telling Seton about my Mercedes. When I go on a long drive and you put it on automatic pilot, like you never want to drive, you know, without that again, where you just set the speed and then it drives. It, it, it steers you. Now, occasionally, it'll go, uh, you know, boop, 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 and then you have to put your hands on the wheel because yeah. it might not register the lines, but you just let it go. It'll tell you if you need to slow down. It'll tell you, and it tells you everything. Yeah, well, Paul. Let me go back here because I don't have a car like this. You don't have to have your hand. I know you could do no. the, the cruise control where it tells the cars. Don't have to have my hand. hands on the wheel. So you're in the, in the right lane going 65 or whatever. I'm and- in the left lane. Oh, I'm in the I'm in the fence yeah, line. People want you to go. Your to the hands right. are off the wheel. Yes. Yeah. I'm shocked by this. Yeah. You can it'll it'll turn for you, um, depending on like what kind you have. Like some of them are like full self driving, where it'll change lanes for you if somebody's in your way. But then other ones, it'll turn for you up to a certain degree. But it's like some if it's some kind of like crazy hairpin turn or something, you can't do that. Or you can't get off an exit with it. But for the most part, if you're just going straight down the road for the next sixty miles, yeah, it'll it'll go. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. Like, I could do curls in there. There you go. Both arms, if I wanted to. No excuses. No. Yeah, Todd. You really trust the technology of uh, self-driving cars? I wouldn't even want no, my car. No, I don't. I just... <laughs> yes, I do. You, you would doze off, maybe? If, if I didn't trust it, I wouldn't use it. It just seems like... But something can get glitchy. Or well, no, I'm not going to nod off. But it will tell you. Now, if there's an accident, you can that you're, you're not at fault because the the thing that it's the the uh, company that made the car they said you can self drive. So if for some reason it hits another car or goes off the road, you're absolved from blame because it's a self driving car. That, that I don't no, know. No, I'm still behind the wheel. I don't know. That's, I mean, that's... you still have to pay attention. Yeah, you can't be completely like it's not like you can do that and fall asleep for 15 minutes and then be like, hey, look, now I'm home. This is great. You, know, you still have to be aware, and there's times that it gets a little squirrely. Yeah. I'm sure where I'm like, uh, I don't know about this. I'm going to put my hands on the wheel. Yeah, but it'll tell you, put your hands on the wheel. Yeah, so to me, it's one thing, like, if it, you let it parallel park for you or something. Where you, you know, Do you text while you're driving your car? I used to be bad at that. I've stopped doing the texting while I'm driving. Mm. On, 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 there, there's an occasion where I slip, but I know yeah. the importance of not doing Okay. There's an occasion where I slip. <laughs> I fall off the wagon or I get on the, the wagon. The occasion is morning and night yeah. when he drives to and yeah. from work. Yeah, to yes. and from. Yeah. Other than that, I don't do it. But now there's like technology where you can like talk to the through the phone and like, that's like, true. And it'll type up whatever you're saying the words. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. They've had that for a while though. Just I just picked button, up on you know. that. <laughs> I, let, I missed that part yeah. of the manual. Wait a second. I could just talk to it and it'll type. It. Yeah. But the self driving is serious. Like, oh, if you're going on a long drive, when I drove to Ohio when we were off on a vacation, you did. First of all, Pennsylvania's forever. That should be the license plate. That's a very yeah, Pennsylvania it's, it's forever. It's forever. <laughs> uh, ugh, in it. If that fits on a plate. Yeah. Ugh, it's forever. <laughs> yeah, Marv. I feel like Pittsburgh is so big that Philadelphia is considered the East Coast and Pittsburgh is considered the Midwest. <laughs> Midwest. It is. That's good. Uh, Kansas is a long trek. That's That one's rough, too. Yes, Todd. But if something happens and all of a sudden you have to stop short and you're going 65, 70. Will you, does, will you stop obsessing stop? about no, this? No, I'm fascinated. But does it stop for you? Like It, it knows does. To stop on, on the drop of a dime? No, it goes right into the back of a car. I don't know how they, I don't know how it The does, sensors, but. you can be one car separation, two car separation, three car separation. The sensors will then say, slow down. 
How about I give you a ride after work and help you it understand? Seems, you don't want to do that. It, it, seems like <laughs> it, it seems like you're putting a lot of faith in technology in your life. I don't know. Yes, Paulie. By the way, Todd has a pretty much a brand new car, and it's a nice car, and I'll bet you he has the same uh, control settings that he could do this with, but he's never checked. Well, he wouldn't have self-driving. I never no. read the manual. I guarantee you there's things that the car can do that I have no idea that it does that. Yeah. And, sure. I, and he never washed his car, by the way. Anyway. Very rarely. That's all right. No big deal. Go into the car wash. Let them do it, huh? I just, I'm talking about that. I just wouldn't find it very relaxing that the car is going at a certain speed and like it's going to turn for you. No, and, it's relaxing. So then you'll just go in the back seat then. And if you, if you have that much trust in it, go take a nap in the back seat. And it'll get you to your punch why, in why, the address. Why, and why, why do you have to take it so far? Because I just, because you're like, oh, what, what happens? You're going to plow in the back of a car? Or can't, why not go back and sleep? No. Doing all the driving. I'm behind it's, it's the wheel. The turns, it's picking up the dotted lines. I, I don't I'm know behind the wheel. I set the speed. And then it guides itself. If something comes up, then they say, put your hands on the wheel. There's if, a voice that says, put your hands on the wheel. No, there's a sound that says, put your hands on the wheel. And what I about changing lanes? You have to I could do that. put the blinker on. It will change for me. It'll change lanes for you. Yes, it will. Wow. <laughs> I just find that extremely fascinating and very brave to just allow it to whoever put the wires and everything together to just let it do that. <laughs> You still had your BlackBerry up until last really year, did. didn't you? Until it absolutely was at a point where no other system was working with BlackBerry where I had to get rid of it. This is the guy who uh, just last week, his laptop was running out of power. Oh, my and he God. He thought it was going to self-destruct as soon as it got to zero. It went from like 88% to like 16%. I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. I got to go to the store. I got to lose all my files. I'm going to lose everything. In all seriousness, Todd was sitting there, and his laptop was down to like 13%, and it was going to power off automatically, like, you know, when you run out of power. He thought, and he was yelling at our people here, if my laptop goes off, does that mean everything I have on my laptop will be dead and unretrievable? I wasn't getting a real definitive answer. I like, shouldn't. I don't think so. Probably won't. I can't. I don't, you know, hold me to it, but. Just Paul, put Paul, it on, pl- plug it off, shut it off, put it back on. Paul, he said, just put a new plug in. I bought a new plug. I know, but you had to race out of here. You were so nervous that, like, the the clock was ticking that you were going to lose all your I information. Called this, I called this place. I fix it. You fix, You break it. I fix it or whatever it's called. <laughs> and they're like, you should really bring it in. You don't want the battery to go down to zero like whatever. Obviously, you want to make money off oh. me, and I was a sucker. I'm like, I better race to this guy and get this fixed before it goes to zero. Thank you, Todd. Welcome. Bill in Colorado. Could be the port. Bill in Colorado. Hi, Bill. What's on your mind today? Hi, Dan. Long-time listener. Uh, I think all of us appreciate your stories about your uh, origin of the radio show and also your family. Um, you've never talked about it. I was wondering if any of your kids ever wanted to follow you into the business and if you encouraged or discouraged that. They are not in the business and show no interest in being in the business. But it's not that I discourage them. I, did, I think they saw the hours, the time, uh, commitment, and having a really strong wife who raised the children, uh, and they probably went, I don't know if I want to do this. I think they saw the the glamour side of it, but then they also saw everything else that goes along with it. It's a really, it's a tough business. And I, I have a broadcasting school at Full Sail University, and we tell the students right away. I mean, it's not for everybody, and 90% of you won't even be on the air. On the outside, it's a great job. On the inside, you have to make it seem like it's a great job someday. And you can't – I could never be in a bad mood when I was on SportsCenter. 
You're on SportsCenter. What do you got to complain about? Well, like any job, you know, you want to be great. There are times you make mistakes or whatever it might be. Other things are going on at home. But I, I think my kids saw what it is, what goes into it, and uh, wisely decided not to do it. Yeah, Marv. This is a question for the room. Did anybody question or did, any, did anyone ever come close to just saying, forget it, I'm out of this business? Oh, I did. Yeah, when I didn't get the local job in Dayton, Ohio. And and if it wasn't for an ex-girlfriend in Atlanta saying, well, why don't you come down here? CNN's hiring. I'm like, I didn't get the job in Dayton, Ohio. I'm not getting the job at CNN. And I went down there last day, went into CNN, got hired that day. Started a week later. Crazy. But I, I thought I'll never be on TV. I was 27. And I hadn't been on TV like a little bit, but I was doing radio. But, yeah, I think everybody has that moment where, even, you know, even guys in their 40s or women in their 40s and 50s, are you going to have children, you know? Do you want to continue to do it? Can you continue to do it? But you have those crossroads. I mean, if you're able to survive 25, 30 years, you're, uh, you're lucky. Take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. And I might take Todd out for a spin in my Mercedes. I'm and afraid. I, I'm and afraid. I, and I'm not going to have my hands on the That's wheel. That's not a good idea. I'm back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Car, when you're going for your license, that will parallel park for you. <laughs> no, no, right? That's cheating. But if that's the car you're going to drive, do I have to bring a car that can't parallel park for me? These are things that bother me late at night. Can you use a car that will automatically parallel park for you? When taking your road test? Yes. Absolutely not. That's totally cheating. There's no way they would allow that. Do you know this? I would be shocked if they would let you press a button and let it parallel park. The whole idea is to show the person that's judging you that you can, in any car, in any make, any model, you can do some. But this is things. my car. Doesn't matter. It <laughs> could be a time where you have to use someone else's car. What if there's an emergency and you've got to jump into okay. some I... Ford Fiesta and it doesn't have that? No. And, then, and now you don't know how to parallel park and that's a problem. No offense to a Ford Fiesta. No, Ford Fiestas are beautiful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's no, that's like giving someone the answers for the final exam on the test. Or you could cheat off your neighbor's paper you like you did. You could do that. Well, I was just kind of checking to make sure that what I had was. No, right. no, no. No, no. Uh, Vincent in uh, Madison. Hi, Vincent. What's on your mind? An emergency parallel parking situation, Fritzy. How many of those are there in life? <laughs> rare. Very rare. Jason, I don't think Jason Bourne has ever ran into that kind of trouble, buddy. But that, uh, I'm trying to think how to segue this. You guys were talking about Joe Burrow with appendicitis, Danny. Yeah. And um, uh, you ended up talking about kidneys. And I'm a proud kidney donor. Donated a kidney to my father back in 2000. Um, unfortunately, just uh, became a member of the DDC three years ago, but extended his life quite a bit. I encourage anybody that's thinking about it to, to get tested, go do it, because it's not a big deal. Had one kidney for a really long time. The kidney, Dan, is an amazing organ. It, it grows to compensate for the other one. So I have a huge kidney right now my kidney is way bigger than both marvin's hands let's just put it well well thank you uh, thank you vincent thank you he's a member of the uh, dead dad club 
Yes. Uh, is, I don't know if Vince is still there, but since I'm a member of the Dead Dad Club, I think I'd ask this. On the way out, do you ask Dad for the kidney back if you know he's going? Oh, oh. How does that work? Is, mm. Or once you give it, it's gone. Return to sender? Yeah. Mm. I mean, during. It's one time only. Yeah. It's one, only transferable Dad, one time. Dad, I didn't give it to you. I loaned it to yeah. you. I'm going to miss you. You taught me a lot of good things. Before you go, I got to get something back. I mean, writing's on the wall here, Dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, the writing is on this piece of paper. Could you say that you. Oh, no, 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 Dad. Oh, no. no. Damn it. What time? But if you believe in an afterlife, which includes having functioning organs, then you might want your dad to just keep that kidney. <laughs> Depends on what you believe. Some people come back as a table or a flower or a, or a fish. <laughs> or maybe you're just flying around in heaven with wings and you're not really in a body and you don't so need some, a heart or a liver or anything. So if a family member needed a kidney, you go, no, I need it in my afterlife. I have an appreciation for organ donorship. I'm just saying that it is possible. We don't know what goes on in the afterlife. Maybe, you'll, damn, I really should have held on to that kidney. Why did I take it back from my dad? Now he's going to have a problem filtering. Yes, uh, Paul. I checked with a random state. I got a hold of someone with the Rhode Island DMV. Yeah. And an automatic parking car would not be okay for a DMV driving test. There's no language in that, mm. but it would be a, a DQ. You have to physically do it yourself. What if you just had one of those and then you acted like you were doing it? <laughs> you just moved your hands with it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nailed it. That's it. That was perfect. I always love the uh, the driving instructor who had the big brake right in front of him on the passenger side. Uh, yes, Todd. I had my driving teacher, who was also my gym teacher and tennis coach. <laughs> me and a couple of the guys, he's teaching us how to drive. And I remember him saying to me while I was driving, hi, stop sign, bye, stop sign. And I just went right through the thing. Not a good time. Uh, this day in movie history, Paulie. I'm going to pass this off to Fritzy because I think it's a big one for him. Oh, no. Very I thoughtful of me. I know where this is going. I know that the right side of the scoreboard, 40 years ago today, Survivor's Eye of the Tiger was the number one song, Rocky Three, Rocky versus Clubber Lang. Go ahead. It's the eye of the tiger, it's the thrill of the fight, rising up to the challenge of our rivals. All right. And the last lone survivor. No, no, we got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, this day in sports history, Paul. Can't top that. Uh, oh, yeah, 1918, Brooklyn rookie Henry Heitman made his major league debut. He gave up four straight hits to the Cardinals, left the game, and never played in the big leagues again. <laughs> kind of mean to Hank Heitman. Uh, 1921, baseball fan Ruben Berman got hit with a foul ball. He This is 1921. He sued, he said, mental and bodily distress. He sued the, uh, the New York Giants. He settled out of court for $100. Mm. which now would be a, a lot more. Uh, 1984, Pete Rose passed Ty Cobb's record for most singles in a career. Uh, Deion Sanders in 2001 announced his retirement from the NFL. And in 2003, Lance Armstrong won his fifth consecutive Tour de France. Also on this date, 1992, Team USA beat Croatia in the first round of the uh, Olympic basketball tournament. That's when Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen teamed up to shut down Tony Kukoc, who had just four points. Uh, Ramey in Montana. We'll squeeze you in here. Ramey, but that was close enough. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's all, it's all good, man. It's an Arabic name, and no one gets it right. Uh, so I just wanted to call and thank you because it's kind of been the theme for the last 30, 45 minutes. Um, when I was living in Italy in 2008 to 2010, you guys really kept me connected with Sports in America, I mean, because we're eight hours ahead over there, and uh, and pop culture. And um, 
Your wife's family's right. There's no such thing as the mafia. <laughs> well, thank you, Rami. But, uh, yeah, we're not allowed to bring that up. Organized crime. Todd, what did I learn today? Uh, Russ Tucker found all those Bill Belichick's verbal bouquets for Mac Jones to be fascinating and very unbill-like. We could talk about discover redeeming your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. And that's amazing. And you can learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards term supply. Thanks for the phone calls, emails, tweets, the all-around support. We'll do it again tomorrow. Dan Patrick Show. One more item, we close out the show. Hey, what if I told you you could get up to 170 hours per year of more restful sleep? You'd sign up for that, wouldn't you? Well, you can. It's Sleep Number. Sleep Number, they got a sale on right now on the C4 Smart Bed. You can save $500. The Sleep Number 360 C4 Smart Bed, a queen, now just $1,299. Lowest prices ever. They're there for you to help you get a great night's sleep. Because why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Well, you got fireworks and beach days and family barbecues. Probably go to a Little League game. you got to get a great night's sleep. Sleeping comfortably through a hot, humid summer night is no easy task. They have tips for sleep improvement, a sleep environment, help you stay cool throughout the night. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because every great day starts the night before. Take advantage on Sleep Number's lowest price ever on that C4 smart bed. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. Now, here's a taste of something that you... It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff... Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.